Mummies, werewolves, witches, vampires, zombies. All the supernatural stuff we didn't cover in the last episode, we will cover in this one. All this and more on the Half-Assed Approach Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Half-Assed Approach Podcast. If this is your first time, hello, welcome for the very first time. Glad that you can make it over here. My name is Quint. I'm Harry. In our last episode, we talked uh, a little bit about supernatural stuff in general in light of our Halloween and it coming up soon. Mostly just talked about uh, aliens, ghosts, and a little bit about mermaids. We left out a few other things, uh, such as mummies. Why is that even on the list? Because, yes, they do. Well, that's the show. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank Uh, you for listening. Yeah. (laughs) And we Uh, all know the Egyptians blind went all out. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, a lot of other cultures did mummies. Chinese did mummies, uh, South American, Central American people did mummies. We've discovered mummies all over the place. What's that culture that does shrunken heads? Like, I guess technically that's a type of mummification. Some kind of voodoo thing? I don't know. Now I need to know. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I would say that would also be a type of mummification. That's only really the, the head part, obviously. But Amazon. Hmm. Yeah. They, uh, the practice of head shrinking has only been documented in the northwestern region of the Amazon rainforest. Okay, so they uh, ship yeah. things very fast and shrink heads. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, uh, werewolves. All right. Werewolves. Uh, it's unclear when and where the werewolf legend originated. Some scholars believe that the werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, so when Gilgamesh jilted a potential lover. What does jilted mean? <laughs> a potential lover because she had turned her previous mate into a wolf so probably how this one got started is some guy got scared of a wolf and type of curse type thing is a what curse I'm and you know it's it, it's dark there's a wolf and someone created a story around it yeah it is interesting to wonder like how did all this originate from yeah like witches for example witches um if you've ever been married you know how witch no i'm just kidding <laughs> um don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> okay, that was... <laughs> witches have been all over, you know, all over history. The most famous witches were probably the Salem Witch Trials. The problem with witches back in the day when they were seen as a real threat is that it was basically a way to screw over any person you didn't like. Oh, especially in Salem. Like, you just named anybody. Oh, yeah. They were, they, they were a woman... Any age, basically, too. Oh, yeah. It's messed up, the stuff. What's really messed up is uh, the ways they prove whether or not they're a witch. Like, let's chain them to a ball and then drown them. Yeah. If they die, okay, well, God will take care of them. They'll go to heaven. Yeah. If they float away, so, well, they're a, they're a witch. Well, okay, then you just, you know, if that really did happen, though, they, like, flew back out of the water and then, like, you just pissed her off. <laughs> and you're really <laughs> going to have it in for you because you pissed off a witch, but... No, they just killed countless people. It's just crazy to think about. It's a very dark part of history. I just found out something, though, that's kind of interesting. Go for it. One of the theories as to why the people went so crazy. So there are a couple theories. Obviously, mass hysteria. Um, it's like that It's like that quote in Men in Black. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, panicky animals, and you know it. Okay. Um, it's so true. Another one is ergo poisoning. So ergo is something that grows on rye. Uh, and it says here, I'm on allthatsinteresting.com because it's a very reputable very, yeah. website. Absolutely. Ergo is a parasitic fungus which in the right conditions can grow on grains. 
The fungus, which LSD is a derivative of, has been known to cause convulsions, hallucinations, and pinching sensations. These are the very afflictions suffered by the girls as described by first-hand accounts. Interestingly enough, the weather conditions in Salem in the winter of 1691, when the trials were happening, were just right for Ergo to grow. Yeah. So this is a theory as to why everybody was flipping out, Mm -hmm. killing everybody for being Yeah, or at least that's what started it, and and then I think it did turn into mass hysteria. Crazy. All right. Vampires. I'll take this one. Please. It's uh, not certain, but a very good guess is Vlad the Impaler is what really kind of started the whole vampire thing. He was uh, way into just, well, impaling the crap out of people. Maybe even literally. Um, Everyone needs a hobby. Up Um, the butt, out the mouth, basically, was his favorite thing. And then, yeah, just stick a big rod right through him that way. And then they would live for a few days before finally dying. Oh. The worst type of agony I can imagine. Yeah. Because it's not over quick at all. You're alive for a few days. You're alive and you can't eat or drink anything and you're in pain and you can't poop. I can't remember why, but yeah, he he definitely had a thing for doing that. And so vampires were a thing for a few hundred years, but they didn't, the whole like romantic thing, the whole twilight uh, type of vampires didn't really become a thing until late 1800s when uh, Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. And uh, you can pretty much take it from there. You actually get, you know, movies and stuff after that point uh, of Dracula and then eventually Twilight. That's about where we're at with vampires yeah <laughs> and i'm really glad that vampires have uh have i guess they haven't totally died off but i'm glad twilight is oh, dying we... down as a exciting thing oh it's it's over oh, it's I just a minute it's over at least twilight is i'll admit the whole like romance thing with vampires like That's... i was fine with it it really wasn't a big deal until twilight but yeah. just that acting but now you got wow. other things you got like vampire diaries and stuff like that which I've never seen Vampire Diaries, so I'm probably talking about Ooh, is that the one with Tom Cruise? No, because it's still going on. And oh, that's a TV show. No, because it's still going on, and Tom Cruise is paid way too much to be part of that TV show. Interview with the Vampire, made in 1994. So starring Tom Cruise. You know, this is when he was still illiterate. <laughs> illiterate Tom Cruise era, and Brad Pitt when he was young and very attractive. I guess mm-hmm. he still is in some regard, but... Uh, I'm very attracted to him. Oh, yeah. So this is the time where I would (laughs) have... Can't even finish that. (laughs) And admittedly, it seems like a kind of an odd uh, couple to to star together. But if you've seen it, you probably could agree with me. It was a pretty interesting movie. Definitely more of a chick flick, I'll admit that. But yeah, it was kind of held my interest, I guess. But Mm. uh, definitely worth seeing. I would definitely put that up there with the classic if it... Interview with the vampire. Yep. Uh, zombies. Zombies. Okay. The first people that really kind of were afraid of the dead or thought about the dead were the Greeks, the ancient Greeks. They were kind of the ones that feared the dead a little bit. Um, the English word zombies first recorded in 1819 in a history of Brazil in the form of zombie, Z-O-M-B-I, not the E. It's originally from West Africa, compares it to the Congo word nzambi god and zumbi which means fetish okay. so have no idea how that came to uh and then later it a portuguese well, dictionary redefined it as in zumbi is soul and it just kind of went on from there until it meant the undead don't blame them greeks for fearing the dead pretty sure we all 
fear it in some way. We're all afraid oh, yeah. of death. We're all going to die. We don't know what... Like, just mostly because we don't know what happens after, if anything happens at all. Mm. A lot of people have strong beliefs at it, of it. We each have our own strong beliefs of it. Um, but at the end of the day, we don't, you know, we, yeah, don't, we know. Really don't know. We don't know till we get there. Exactly. And we none of us really want to get there. So I'm not really surprised that something comes up where, you know, come, somebody comes up with an idea, well, what if you come back to life? There's many uh, cultures in the world that believe in reincarnation. You can argue that being a zombie is a type of reincarnation, yeah. but definitely one I wouldn't want yeah, to be. I was I'd, say, I'd rather come suck. back as a butterfly, honestly. <laughs> mermaids? Should we do mermaids? You know, I really want to add something to mermaids. I did some more re- research about it. There's this hypothesis called the aquatic ape hypothesis. This theory was done by marine biologist Alistair Hardy and Elaine Morgan. So the idea is this. Humans developed less body hair on us. Uh-huh. We have webbed. We actually have webbing in between our fingers that apes don't have, okay. which is kind of interesting. I like how we're both looking at our hands now. <laughs> <laughs> we have subcutaneous fat. Um, so we have fat under our skin that apparently apes don't have as much. And also, uh, another theory is that our brains, in order to naturally evolve over time, required a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. Fish and seashells. And that was his theory is that some those were some of our first tools, was to break open like clams and stuff. So also, he, he points out that we see some apes today, when they wade into the water, they walk on two legs real fast they don't do it for long now imagine if early humans or whatever homo whatever um just did that for millions and millions of years there's a what is it homo erectus which is like a term coined on futurama when they there's an episode where they do kind of an evolution yeah (laughs) homo erectus so so if you take that theory one step further they walked out into the ocean they walked out into the ocean they never came back what's that there's like the chain of evolution or whatever it's like the fish that walks out of the yeah. water onto land. This is like just the opposite. Exactly. So a segment of our population went into the water and never came out. So I think mermaids could exist. Do I think that they're super intelligent like we are? No. I, I think they're water you, monkeys. You'd still need that missing link. You know, you know they're saying that we need that missing link between apes and humans. Yeah. Although I think they might have found something that was kind of like that. But you need one for the other way to really prove the mermaid thing. You know? Yeah, no. Because it's not like a human just, I'm going to swim out to sea and he evolved in, uh, fast <laughs> enough <laughs> right now, in a day or so gonna, to actually do that. I'm going to swim out to sea. It's, there, not, it's not like Little Mermaid where her feet. There became... had to be, at least, yeah, there's no spell or anything. There had yeah. to be, a, like, at the very least, a few hundred thousand years to, for them to evolve. So there had to have been some missing link there for that to happen where there was just some kind of part you know like a humanoid with webbed fingers completely webbed fingers with yeah. and especially they had to have some sort of some way to breathe mm-hmm. so some sort of gills or something like that. that's the big one because yeah. we can already swim pretty well we can dive pretty well but i think of but, but we can't but breathe like of, worth the crap but i think so. of whales I think of whales. They're mammals, but they live in the ocean all the time. Okay, they do come up and surface. So they do come up and surface. So those theor- but here's And there the- is that one culture, uh, I don't even know where, but somewhere there is a culture that they, they're they famous for being able to being dive able to very far and hold their breath for like several minutes. And they like can way just longer than the normal. Under the, under the water like it's normal. Oh, yeah, there's footage oh, where yeah. they they got the way spear. Cool and they're just like the guys, like yeah. the loincloth, and he's got the spear and he's completely underwater. Legit. <laughs> no, yeah, and so that's, I mean, do I honestly think mermaids exist? 
I don't know. I'm probably not. I think but it's cool. Know. To th- but it's, co- <laughs> of course you will. But it's cool to think about, and I just want to know the stories of mermaids in history when sailors would come around and say, "I saw a mermaid." Like the first. It's like no, you were drunk on guy, rum. You these... saw your first mate. You. <laughs> You're feeling a little frisky. <laughs> And you thought, hey, we're in the middle of the ocean, no one's around. And then you're ashamed of it, so you call it a mermaid (laughs) when you get back to port. (laughs) That's what it really is. That's Uh, that's the origin of mermaids. That's how mermaids came about, is closeted homosexuality? Yes. Okay. No, drunken. Drunken homosexuality. It's like prison. You don't have any... (laughs) (laughs) You just gotta make do of what you got. I mean, seriously, All you're right, out guys, there from... You heard this first on the half-assed approach. Mermaids are the result of drunken gayness on a it's ship. It's not gay, it's just drunk and it's you're not, lonely. It's not... Seriously, it's, the cross the Atlantic gay. back in the day took three months. It's not gay, man. Don't make it weird. Can you imagine those, like, trying to, like, yeah, like Magellan or whatever, trying to, like, actually circle the planet? Like, oh, that come on, man. months and months and oh, months. Oh, gosh. You're already dealing with scurvy. You're... <laughs> Is there... <laughs> Now, taking that idea and trying to expand that to the Werewolves? origins... No, to the origin of the Kraken. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. Walk through that with me, because I really want to see That's a joke. Go. I don't know. Okay. I'm not being serious. But it's like, if, that's, if mermaids came from closeted, drunken homosexuality, then, you know, what, what else happened out at sea to explain Jeez. the Kraken? <laughs> I don't know. What drunken disorderly <laughs> something happened out? <laughs> uh, some, you know what it was? Some guy crashed his boat into rocks, and he needed to make a really cool story as to why he did that. Exactly. He was drunk, he, he was yeah, drunk driving. Yeah, he was ashamed. Yeah. And I think of what Captain, I said in the last episode, squid. too. Captain, there was a giant squid, I swear. And just to bragging rights, really. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember learning about mountain men back in fourth grade, and they always tell tall tales, so they all exaggerated the truth anytime they had a rendezvous. Yeah. Sounds dumb now. Well, yeah. you, well I mean, <laughs> but, you don't... I mean, so I can imagine that being the same way. When they get back to port, they will, everybody you know in the in the pub is yeah. telling their stories you don't from sea. You don't want to be that guy that goes, hey man, it kind of sucked. We had to eat hard bread and salty meat for three months and we found nothing. Exactly. The end. This... That's not going to get you a free drink at the bar. That's not going to get you some uh, company tonight. That yeah, And this actually you know helps my point. I'm getting with the drunkenness and... Because you're ashamed that you had, <laughs> you know, found the oh first mate attractive, so. Oh, that's and you so wake great. up the next morning and you're like, okay, you were a mermaid? You were, you were a mermaid at the time, I swear. That makes a much more interesting story. Like, yeah, I was a mermaid and, you know, you can still brag that you, <laughs> that you got some. Okay. And you're not ashamed of what really happened to <laughs> All right. Oh my god. All right. I think we are. Right. I'm I, done. I'm done. <laughs> that's it. And that's my theory. Yeah, that's the origin your... of mermaids. <laughs> what? Okay. Maybe one more topic for. Sure. Why not? We could do one real quick. You pick. We got a whole list here. We so. got a whole list here. All right. <sighs> We're thinking of doing a jar. We'll put all these in a jar yeah, I think and just so too. draw from the jar. We might have to actually make a jar and do that. It could be fun. That would be way fun. All right. Um. We could do, uh, tell me about Maniac real quick. Um, this is a Netflix original series. I don't even know where to start with this. There's so much about it. 
So it is a love story between two basically crazy people. There's uh, so an odd couple to pair up in acting, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Maybe I'm a little crazy myself, but I just feel like that's a weird couple. But they actually pulled it off and made it work pretty well. And you're thinking Jonah Hill, he's the guy from like the fat guy from 21 Jump Street. He's uh, and super bad. And super bad. Yeah. Where that's... He was also with Emma Stone. Was he? Was Emma Stone in that one? I think so. Really? I don't remember seeing Superman. I could be told to be wrong. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, she is. Holy crap. Yeah. So they're both kind of crazy. He's got uh, paranoid schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. She's got, well, just like kind of like an opioid addiction. She's addicted to these pharmaceuticals that are experimental that this company, they're ex- experimenting with these drugs that's supposed to fix any illness. And the way it's supposed to do it, there's like an A pill, a B pill, and a C pill. Mm. And she's been taking these A pills, which uh, basically induce your worst nightmare. Mm. It's the you're the pretty much the root of your psychological problem. It makes you face that and have to actually, you know, live that. Um, so she's been doing the A pill recreationally, and she's got her own little sick, twisted mind. And I will can I can explain why she does that, but I'll let you just watch and mm. let you figure out why she is taking the A pill. Because who would want to live their worst nightmare over yeah. and over? But she does. I don't know, there's some weird people in this world. So both of the both these characters, uh, in different ways, get admitted into. Uh, it's like uh, one of those drug studies that you can participate in and get compensated for. Sure. This is like a really big one. I guess like people do it because it pays out a lot, but there is a lot of risk. So it kind of goes through that. It goes through the whole process of them. Uh, you get to see each person's uh, hallucination when they take each pill. And each pill is supposed to, you know, through steps, identify the problem, find kind of like find a way to correct it and then implement it, stuff like that. Um, and then a lot of other things go along. Like uh, there's lots of subplots where there's a there's a subplot love story going between two of the doctors. There's a subplot with an artificially intelligent computer. Hmm. Um, and you're thinking, oh, this sounds pretty you know, futuristic sci-fi or whatever. And it kind of is. But imagine a world where it's you know maybe 20 or 30 years from now but for some reason 80s fashion has come back with a vengeance (laughs) like it is 80s to the max everything about this show is 80s 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 especially on the technology side it's insane there's a a scene where a guy he's playing a a virtual kind of like an htc vibe or something but He's got like that going on, but it's hilarious to watch him like eject the game, and it's a one of those giant floppy disks, like like the big eight and a half inch ones, like huge ones. Jeez. But it's just weird to watch them implement modern day technology, but have it shown in very eighties uh, nostalgia. And so it's not just the technology, the fashion, like what's not eighties about this? Really, I think we all can admit the eighties is just a little crazy with yeah. everything, but. Oh, and then, you know, there's drugs, of course. You know, the pharmaceuticals <laughs> were big and, you know, uh, drug addiction and stuff was kind of big in the 80s. I mean, so, or I guess that's when it really became famous. So, of course, there's that. There's one doctor. He's freebasing this mm. drug or whatever. <laughs> Kills over from doing it right in the middle of an interview <laughs> with one of the main characters. It's just like, holy crap. It's good because there is a really good love story there. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's very cheesy because it's, two broken people that meet kind of pretty much by chance and uh because of uh, a few events that happened in the film that weren't that weren't supposed to happen 
they actually kind of start to have a thing together having a relationship and it's really just kind of friends at first but they it's a it's a type of relationship where they're able to kind of basically open up to each other and be able to admit their flaws to each other and be like look i'm broken you're broken sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh because of that you get a lot of character development between the two main characters but i like it's not like oh and they lived happily ever after it's not a fairy tale ending it's uh relatable to real life in the sense that uh look i got my i got my crap i gotta deal with you got your crap let's deal with our crap together sort of thing mm-hmm. trying to make the best of it which is really what relationships are about honestly yeah, it's refreshing in a way to see that and it's not the first time this has happened in a series or a film but it's it's for me at least a preferred way to uh, to watch a love story great well yeah go ahead and watch uh maniac i know i'm gonna try it out with uh with my wife also just as a reminder we're on spotify and anchor and google podcast google podcast and the podcasting app that i use personally is called Castbox. i like its interface it's really simple I was going to um, say, you probably like, I just like the sound of the name. Mm-hmm. Castbox? Yeah. <laughs> I actually just go to Anchor myself and just listen it through there, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to each their own, which is yeah. why we're trying to be on multiple platforms. Exactly. And then, uh, as a reminder, we're on Twitter, at HalfAssedPod, uh, Facebook.com slash HalfAssedPod. Feel free to interject and comment on anything on our shows if you have any suggestions, what you'd like to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. any subjects like that or really just anything at all yeah we that's def- the place to go we Facebook, want this to Twitter. be a lot of interaction we're hopefully going to be getting maybe some guests soon so if that piques your interest definitely post on our facebook tell us what you want to hear about and don't forget our patreon if you feel, oh that's right do yeah, so give us money. inclined yeah it's funny <laughs> it's patreon.com slash half-assed Feel free to go ahead and give us a donation. All the money that goes into that goes right back into the show. Getting new mics, getting a more soundproof room, things like that. Um, and possibly right in the near back. future, merchandise. Ooh, merchandise too. So uh, if, if you get... if you start donating a certain amount, I mean, this is kind of still up in the air at the moment, but we would like to get to that point where, I mean, we want to give back. It's not just you know, give us money. If we can get like 50 people to donate kind of continuously per month, we're going to start doing merchandise. We're going to start... You know, doing that, that would be really great. Even if you give just a one-time donation, it really helps uh, towards that goal, though. Yeah, even if it's just a dollar, awesome, thank you so much, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And it's tax-deductible. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's not tax-deductible. It'll improve your love life. <laughs> It'll improve your love life, cure cancer, and cause world peace. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good one, guys.